The following episode is brought to you by Mark Stanley, Philip Newman, Shelby Johnson, Jerry Thunes, Andy Dossett, Eric Whitman, Edvarth Arnoff, Natasha Rallerson, Devious Pop-Tart, Rebecca Gauman, Elizabeth Clark, David Scrams, Charles Compton, Daryl Delaney, Ryan Royce, Darren Katzka, Irene Viarito, and Laura Pickren, as well as all of our generous patrons. Hello and welcome to Eberron Renewed, an actual play podcast set in the Eberron campaign setting. I'm your game master, Eric. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. Welcome to another episode. Gentlemen, what happened last time? Oof. Which well, like of last, the last separate episodes was last <laughs> was most recent? Was it Olive and Milo? Uh, Eris and Milo? Yes, Eris <laughs> and Milo were the most recent Zooming to meetings. And the reviewed, we- obviously, but yeah. We we done some deals. All yes. four of us went to meetings and made some agreements with various factions and parties. Indeed. Thankfully, all these factions are perfectly aligned with one another. Of course. Um, but to kick things off, didn't finish all their business before this episode. So Reynard has one last meeting to go attend with the head of House Fearlin. For some reason, I just imagined her as like the that princess queen from the Neverending Story, <laughs> the childlike empress. Yeah, that's yeah that one. False. <laughs> <laughs> this is a centuries-old elf matriarch that wreathes herself in. Shadow, she probably still so looks good. A little different. Yeah, you can look up the art. Yeah, you did you stay? In the family house last night, Reynard? Yes, I believe I that the meeting was gonna be I believe I asked to stay there. Yep, your mother kept your room. Yep. Get me a remembering thing as that happened. Uh, look at you. So yeah, you wake up and are able to get ready. Your wardrobe is still full of all of your old clothes and things like that that you weren't able to take with you when you were kicked out. This is a very important... You're going to meet with a baron, Reynard. How is Reynard dressing? Okay. A baron? That's her official title. Baron Elvenor Elorenthi de Fierlin. Okay. I just got super excited. I didn't even think about all the nice clothes that would be in the closet. <laughs> Ooh, baby. And I don't have to pay for them. Nope. Um, They're already yours. They I are yours. Actually. You probably did at some point pay for them. Yeah. Man, so I... Th- just not with his money, which was the source of Reynard's... Yeah, that was the issue. Uh, Nard's gonna be as gold plated as he can. Oh, good. Um, Just as <laughs> gaudy as I'll get out. You exit your room, Reynard, looking all flashy, and begin to come downstairs. And at the bottom of the stairs, Calvair, Basil, and Alistair standing there, all dressed in dark grays with black accents. And Calvair looks up at the stairs at you and 
Must you? Ash, I, I wanted to look nice. We're going to meet a baron. Should I change? No, we're already running behind. Come on. All right. And he turns and walks out the front door. Is it, Trevor, I can't remember if we've discussed this. There's a fabric in Eberron called Glamour Weave that has like special effects as a part of it. Like you can have a dress that lights on fire or like fireworks shoot off of it and stuff. Is that is that the level that Reinhardt has gone or is it just gone? I, would... I guess that's also very gaudy. <laughs> but is it our world's gaudy or fantasy gaudy? I was thinking more <laughs> just everything gold plate, just almost like armor. So like. But just made out of okay. pure gold. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so heavy. No, it's magic gold. Oh my gosh. <laughs> so it's like mithril. <laughs> oh my gosh. You look even worse than I imagined at first. Because everyone else is just in like nice clothes. And Reynard's just walking up in plate mail. Bright. It's going to kill me that I can't think of the cartoon. Ugh. Upon hearing that, Reynard takes off. A couple of gold chains and leaves them on the night the entry table. <laughs> oh, okay. So still got the armor, yeah. just lost. Yeah, no, not not armor as in like a suit of he's, armor. I'm talking like he's you know, blinding to like a shoulder plate and just a cool think Joan of Arkish. Okay, I think I I'm with a, you. Still look at a helmet and a but spear. I could. Okay, <laughs> you all hop into a skiff, a private skiff. Obviously, Calvair has a driver. And you all drive up onto the skyway of the city, up up to a very nice-looking house. You would put it on par with Kath and Sana's childhood home, if not a little less nice, but still a very nice house. But it has very, like dark accents even in the morning light it seems a rather like foreboding building intentionally dark stone magical effects where another house might have braziers of flame flanking the gate leading to the walkway up to the door this just has smoke like black smoke coming out of it and it doesn't seem natural smoke it seems like shadow wisping up out of the brazier okay that reynard would want to say before entering to any of the three? I shouldn't bring up. You are here to provide your insight and the recording into the death of Satan Boromar as the hands of House Therani. Anything that falls outside of that scope, be quiet. <coughs> Perfect. And yeah, you all disembark from the skiff and walk up to the front door. As you all get within about 10 feet, the doors open and you see a... a astonishingly old elf like looks to be i mean on the precipice of death this elf must be thousands upon thousands of years old in a very fine suit and says welcome calvair ballister azul oh dranier nice to see you with us again hello you yes you may enter. Do I know them? No, it would have been like Reynard's known by reputation, or rather Draenir's known by reputation, but there would have never been any occasion for Draenir to come to Elvenor's okay. house. You all are taken into the sitting room, and El Baron Elvenor, Elorinthi Defirlin, sitting in a large chair, and she has a glass of some brown viscous liquid that she's swirling about and takes a sip. Welcome, gentlemen. 
I believe you all have some dire news for me. Yes, Drenier. You may give your account. Hello, Baron Elvenor. You recall my sons Alistair and Basil. This is my youngest, <coughs> Drenier. And he can verify the news that I gave to you last night. And she just looks at you expectantly. Kowtows way too aggressively. And says, thank you for having me today, your baroness. You are most welcome. <laughs> and Calvair clears his throat and just... <clears> throat> Drenya, the Baron's time is at a premium these days. Please continue. Yes. So Saden Boromar is dead. I saw his dead body. And our Therani cousins are the murderers. And how do you know this? I saw them leaving the scene. Yes. Basil kind of steps in. He also, I believe, has a recording of a confession from the person that hired them? I do have that as well. <laughs> Maybe you should uh, play it, Drenya? <laughs> <laughs> Perhaps? Yes, yes. May I? It's Should I approach or no? Here? You may set it on the table, and she gestures to a small coffee table in front of her. Yes, and Drenya plays it. Afterwards, Elvenor straightens up and... <clears throat> Thank you for bringing this concrete evidence to us, Drenya. This is a quite the boon. Uh, Calvair, I believe that we know the source of this attack and why it actually occurred the way that it did. I am in I'm in agreement with you that we need to retaliate against Therani for this breach of the agreement of the schism. However, I believe that I know the reason why they struck first. Our relationship with Solomon Calloway puts us far too close with the rest of the houses and threatens to cut Thrani out. I believe that the Calloway re relationship has hurt things more than it has helped and we need to terminate it immediately. Trevor, you... Give me a. I, I can roll be on your end, big man. Phone. <laughs> I'm gonna have you do a perception check against Calvair as she's speaking, just to see how Calvair is taking this information. One success, three advantage, and of course, a triumph. Oh, word! Um, <laughs> I thought you were gonna say despair. <clears throat> nope. So with the success, you can immediately see, you know your dad, you've been around him, and pretty well on brand for Reynard. You've been around him when he's really mad and trying his best to keep it together, and you can tell that, that he is fuming right now. That is the state he is in. Somebody that's not pr really close to him might not pick up on the signs, but yeah, you can tell that Calvair is not at all pleased with Elvenor's declaration to cease relations with three advantage and a triumph. I get these in the weirdest spots. <laughs> this can affect anything with the narrative, not necessarily just Reynard's scene. Okay, I want because it didn't it, it didn't end as well as we wanted it to with Eris and 
the detective, right? Mordain. No, something I mean, something bad happened? I thought Oh no, yeah, she that, betrayed that, the trust. Okay. That's too late. <laughs> too one <laughs> has bad things happen. Uh, that's where we cool. are. So how about I'm trying to think because I don't see the current situation going too poorly. Yeah. So current outstanding threads out there. You have the calf situation. You have the sigil situation. You have mm. the clan situation. You have Dorla's investigation. You have obviously the Reynard situation. The Ram is still out there somewhere. The Lizard. Millhatch. Okay. Wait. Millhatch is Highwall. Millhatch is in jail. Yeah. Yeah. I was still... like, he's Harbin. Okay. He disappeared, didn't he? He's not hanging around as much now that his dad got arrested and Eris was involved, but we don't need to get into that right now. Anybody <laughs> else got any ideas? Three advantage in a triumph? I feel like you've said every possible thing. It just needs, one needs to be picked. I. It's your scene, Trevor, so what does Reynard want to know the most about? Don't I wouldn't worry so much about resolving for the party. That's the thing. I don't know what I can find out. Okay. So, the current problem is that Dad's mad about Solomon Calloway being out of the... Yeah, she's telling him to cut ties with Solomon Calloway. Maybe do something. Maybe I won't be... I can say he's not going to be mad at you about it, but... Because Solomon Calloway <laughs> threatened me. Oh, I see. So you want to ensure that there's no blowback on you from Calloway with the relationship being severed? Yeah. Is that too selfish? Okay. Yes. Yes, but also smart. But on brand. I hate Reynard. I mean, to you guys first, okay? <laughs> Again, I mean for Reynard, not for Trevor. Uh, yeah. Okay. okay. And for the three advantage, how about you just pass an upgrade to the next person that needs to be checked? Absolutely. Okay. Hey, side question. So, does uh, anyone Calgary... remember why I'm grievously yes. injured? <clears throat> I've got six out of my 13 oh. wounds, and I can't think why. Is, do you think I just failed to update something? I mean, when did we get injured last? Do you, you've had once, you've had one sleep since the high wall fight where oh. you acquired Egric. So maybe that's what it that's is. That's probably why. Okay. So there's one, and we get one that, back, yeah. right? One yeah. back okay. per night. Yeah. All right. I just making yeah, sure I hadn't I, forgotten something. I'm actually at eight, eight wounds as well now that I'm looking at it. So. All right, just checking. Yep. So you would be at five wounds, Eris, instead of six, because you've had a sleep. Okay, so yeah, Reynard will not suffer any blowback from Callaway in regards to the situation. Okay, so Calvair, through a very tense jaw, says, I understand, Ben Elvenor, and you are heard. Is there anything else for us? No, I don't think so. Thank you for this information. I will call on you when I need you in regards to how to mend the bridges with Therani and reestablish the truce that we have. Thank you. And Calvair turns on a heel and walks out with his sons and nephew in tow. It's a very tense ride back to the house. 
Reynard, and you can tell that Alistair and Basil also feel extremely uncomfortable and uneasy. Like, it's just full of eggshells. When you all get back to Calvair's study, he, without turning back, says, Alistair, Basil, give us a minute. Drenya with me. <laughs> Trevor, that um, sigh. As you cross the threshold into the study, Calvair says, shut the door behind you. Okay. He sits down behind his desk, and you're seeing your father in a very unguarded manner, like right now. Like, he's he's clearly frustrated, and he's not keeping up his normal demeanor. She's a fool. She's a damned fool. Drenya. Yes. Welcome back to the family. You have your first job. Oh. He looks at his desk for a second. Ben Elvenor clearly no longer has the best interests of the house in mind. You take care of it. By, men- by mending the bridge? He just stares through you. A thousand more years or she'll be gone. Ugh. We need this taken care of. The Callaway situation is something we cannot be willing to give up as a house. It provides us security and longevity, especially in this city. So if she's not willing to go along with it, then someone will need to replace her who is. There's no one else capable of replacing her. And I will need a strong right hand at the head of the table when that time comes. Don't you want me to... Nailed it. No, you would replace me. I would replace her. Oh, that makes more sense in the line of lineage. Yes, it does. It does. Yes. <clears throat> I think line does of lineage though? is probably I know redundant, that... isn't it? Does... <laughs> you don't think Alistar would be... I know that... No, I don't. I don't think Alistar or Basil. I think you... And that ragtag bunch you've been running around with. Make it look like a Bormar attack. Make it look like retaliation. Your dagger was found in Satan's body. They would go after House Fjellin. You realize what this would mean for our family, Drenya. For us. Uh, yes, yes. It's just very high stakes. Yes, and I intend to make good on those high stakes. Tell your friends 10,000 gold for the job. Where they come from. Where they come from, they can't even fathom that amount of money. They do whatever for that amount. <laughs> you put me in. <laughs> I can't just nice agree to it. Kosher deal. Um, how do I vaguely agree to it? Uh... Any questions? Yes. Good. Any questions? I just can't form the. I feel like Reynard's first question should be, "What about when they refuse to help me?" <laughs> that is a good question. If I was Reynard. Okay, question one. <laughs> what if my group of peers doesn't... Why wouldn't they? They are literally criminals for hire. Yes, we have this weird thing about murder. Sometimes we do it, sometimes we don't. Very well, lie to them. Say you need to break into her home to steal something for the house. Then kill her. Ah... Uh... Why are you so heartless? Or find better friends. I don't care. Find people that are willing to take 10,000 gold. I will definitely just discuss it with them. In a discreet manner. Very well. um, Just get it done. Do you have a... 
I understand that a job like this is not something that you could do overnight. You have time to make preparations, get equipment, anything that you might need. You're more than welcome to come acquire from the house resources. Just don't test my patience. Drania. And he like looks you dead in the eye. This is not a request. I have welcomed you back into this family. I want to see you thrive in this family. If you would prefer not, or for Basil's sake, do the job. Don't know if he could ever recover from having to slit your throat. Good. That's all. Stab him. Stab him now. And he opens a ledger and begins looking through it. Reynard is going to go find Alistair. Okay. Yeah, on your way out, Alistair is in... Alistair has his own office, so Alistair is in there. Reading. He looks up as you enter. Oh. Hi, Drenya. Um, He closes. Hello. Could I have a, a word with you? Of course. He gestures to the chair across from him. Thank you. Um, has has uh, father seemed unhinged to you recently? Let me be delicate. <laughs> he unhinged, of course, isn't the right word. He is very invested in the dealings that he's making with this Callaway person. Any kind of obstacle that comes up in relation to that sends him into a frenetic rage. So I'm sure that whatever he had to discuss with you, he is not doing well after that conversation with the Baron. But no, not unhinged, just focused. You know how he gets. Drenya, he disowned you over using family money for personal things. He does that. Like, he he's not... The fairest man. Yes, well... I mean... That... I, I don't know... What I should tell you. If it's something he told you not to tell me, then don't tell me. But it's rather... And he had closed the book and was holding it, but he, like, holding hit the place with his finger, and he pulls his finger out and sets the book down on the table next to him. Jenya, I... I'm very happy that you are back... In our lives, in whatever capacity that you are electing to be back. I'm glad that you are a part of this family again. If you are uneasy being here, though, I would not begrudge you walking away. I don't know what extremes he is calling you to go to. I don't want to know what extremes he's calling you to go to because if he finds out that I know and that you told me then you've just dragged me down with you so I love you Drenya you're my brother you will always be my brother if you need help more than happy to help you just don't tell me what I'm helping you with he said you wouldn't be right for it anyway huh now I'm thinking what I wouldn't be good at What's such a short list? Necessarily think you wouldn't be good at it. He said you wouldn't be right at it. Hmm. Something that you would be better suited for. It's definitely something morally dubious. Then. No well, offense. I do have a reputation. 
I just don't... He gave me a job. And I don't know if I... I don't... We are a family of spies and thieves, Drania. Very little of what we do is right by many more measures. If he gave you a job and you want to stay here, then do the job. But this doesn't seem... It seems more like a tyrannical tantrum than something that would be wise. I see. Then did he give you a timeline? Did he give you a deadline? No. Oh, go away for a few days. If you need to start some wheels in motion in relation to the job, then do it. But then come back and check in. Maybe he will calm down. If it's truly him just in a fit after the conversation with the Baron, then maybe some time to cool off will do him some good and he'll realize the folly of his ways. And that would probably be the best start. Start my accent. Thank you. And please do let me know if you notice anything odd. I will. If he's if he says anything or I notice anything, I'll much. Just come to me directly, not not through a... Yes, I have I learned by the <clears throat> Goodbye, Drenier. And he picks his book back up. Drenier doesn't leave without taking... <laughs> okay. <laughs> all right. And then let's just cut to... So, you all have had some meetings, some conversations, things like that. Would you all have established, since you, you all knew that you all were going to have these various conversations, did you set up a meeting point? Like, hey, let's meet for lunch somewhere or what was the plan i doubt it was quite so public <laughs> as let's meet for lunch somewhere unless we're all bringing our own to some clandestine you know Eris would be, go back to the cauldron just so that olive knows that eris is in fact okay because she left olive a really dire message ahead of going to that meeting so that's where yeah, eris I, would go i think we need to re, we need to reestablish the time so eris's meeting was last night Okay. So Eris could have gone to the cauldron after sure. the other three me- and Reynard's meeting was last night, but then Reynard's second meeting was in the morning along <clears> with Hob right. and Milo's meetings. So Eris okay. so is the Ma- whole night at the cauldron. Okay. Everyone else is just now wrapping everything up. That is helpful. Hob would not go to the cauldron because Hob knows he's the e- most easily followable of the group. And as far as he knows, the cauldron is still relatively secret and he doesn't want to blow up Eris or all of spot like that. So he wouldn't go to the cauldron. We'd have to do some sending stone or some sort of clandestine conversation to meet somewhere. But we have sending stone, so it's not a huge deal. Yeah. Where do we want to say we met? We can assume we made these arrangements. Is there anything wrong Vigo with the four sales? In custody of the watch. They would probably. They know we meet there, and and Lyra has a blood oath against us now. Right. The yes. Is the four sales a Boromar bar, or is that just where we meet? It's a bar in Boromar territory. Okay, okay. It's protected by... Sure, and, to be fair, you all don't know that Alira has a blood oath against you yet. Is there... Just throwing that out there. A bar in <laughs> Highwood? There would probably be... Yes, but... It's not what you would consider like a traditional tavern. It is a place where people gather to consume alcohol. <clears throat> no more, no less. What about like, the dinner if, theater if that makes place? Sense. Oh, what was that place called? The Changelings. <laughs> yeah. The Broken Mirror? I mean, Hob wants to meet in Roat. Hob wants to meet. <laughs> the Broken Mirror. Yep. 
That seems safe. The high wall bar would probably be the, the lowest key spot, though. But if you all want to go to the broken mirror, that's fine. Do we think we could call on one of our past allies to say, who our playwright friend probably has a private room in a restaurant somewhere? That's true. I think a bar in high wall you, is fine. I, you all got story points. You can flip them to say that stuff is true. But I mean, maybe you ma- if you I made mean, a good enough impression on Ciara, then, you know, maybe she'll let us borrow a room in her gigantic mansion that she lives alone in. <laughs> I think that's fair. I think that Hob, Hob, I'm flipping a story point to say that Hob has not kept in touch with her, but has heard from occasionally, knows that they can go there if they need to. Okay. What do you say, Eric? All right, I flipped. Yeah, flip the story point. Yep. Um, okay, that was the agreed upon location is to meet at Lucas Ciara's house. Yeah, against all odds. <laughs> yeah, I feel like the betting pool on that one did. Whoever had those odds just got a big payday. So, yeah, you all arrive. Luca lets um, you in. I, oh, my dogs. I'm thinking that Milo, because when we left Milo off with Bull, it was just yeah. him asking, like, how stupid are you feeling? Like, Milo would have tried to get a little more info out of him. Okay. About like what? what this is going to entail and okay. that sort of thing. Fair enough. Okay. To do the talking because my dogs are acting crazy and I've got no place else to put them. No, I will say like Tarvel would have basically told Milo, if Milo answered in the affirmative, that him and Aaron have been talking through some possibilities via missives through the teleportation hole. And they would obviously, if you and the rest of your crew are amenable to this plan of trying to install Aaron as the head of the clan that Tarvel and Aaron would need some time to get things ready because Tarvel is more than happy to assist in arranging to get you all there and all this kind of stuff. But, but yeah, they've been talking. They have a layout of the dread hold, a very rough layout. There's obviously sections of it missing parts that Luca or not Luca Aaron has never been to, but, but a pretty good layout of the entrance up to her cell, some various features and things like that. And the goal would be just to get in and get out some way, somehow. Okay. That sounds good. Okay. I have a lot of ideas of getting in. For example, assassinate the head of a dragon marked house. (laughs) Yeah, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll get you in the dreadhold. I can arrange that. Okay, everyone finds themselves in the same sitting room that you all had the conversation with Luca with the fine art all over the wall. Luca asks you all, do any of you need any towel or wine or anything? It's a tea. It's tea. A tea. Oh, gotcha, 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 gotcha. In, gotcha. in this okay. fantasy world. No, no, Caff? thank you, Luca. I'm... I'll... I wish I have some calf. I'll take some towel. Calf? Okay. Towel. I'll take some tea. Look, I'm. <laughs> I wish you straight. The first time you said it, it did sound like towel, and it took me a second to what you meant. So I'm going to give well, Trevor that. Well, towel. T A O. There's towel tea. Yeah. No. No, there's just. Yeah. No, I'm with Sorry, you. Sorry, I, I don't understand. live in a fantasy world. Are you sure? <laughs> you too, sure. I, I'd, like a, I'd like a Mountain Dew, please. Milo, anything? I'll have a bit of calf, please. Very well. I'll be right back. And she leaves the room. 
the DM gestures right. at the players. <clears throat> I don't want it to escape you while you're being waited on by a, a rich celebrity. That's interesting. I suppose is the best way to do this simply to dish, just spill it. Mine feels the least. I'll just throw out there what I learned from Dorla. The least what, Jeff? Yours is apocalyptic. <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> the least credible. Exactly. Let me guess. It's a demon. Yes and no. It's. It turns out that the demons that Faru was talking about have a much more mundane explanation. Um, though, just those specifically. They're actually just people. A demon is like how they might call themselves a, mem a shriner. Or... Wait. No, okay. You made a face. I know I say dumb stuff all the time. Because... Like analogy or uh, similes only make sense to me, but I'm not mistaken. The demon is just the name they give for the worshiper or the people who are trying to hasten cult members. It's not actual demons, according no, to. No, she's talking about the overlord that will be unleashed and destroy the city. No, I know about the overlord. I'm talking. Okay. But when he says, when she told me, I thought that when Faru said he was talking about demons, he was talking about the faction members trying to hasten the return of the overlord. Yes, but some of those individuals are more supernatural in nature than just your average cult member. Like, some of them are okay. powerful. Yeah. Sure. I'm powerful. But Hobbs more says... More powerful than you. And Tala. <laughs> you take it back. But no, Hobbs says, so it, it turns out that there's this... You know what? He just says, you know about the draconic prophecies? I've heard of it. Yeah. Yeah. Great. <laughs> You absolutely do, Reynard. <laughs> According to our GM, ask your dad because he was a part of the last one or witnessed the last Overlord Uprising. He says, he says, look, there's one of the prophecies that the way Dorla has interpreted it is very similar to the situation we're in here. Essentially, it basically said flat out, if Thorani kills the head of the Boromar, we cannot let their child rise up and take his place is the way that she interpreted it. She asked if we could help make sure that doesn't happen and you hasten the arrival of the demon overlord that will destroy us all. I told her I'd take it to you guys. It doesn't feel like the worst thing in the world to... Depending on what all you guys learned, I don't want to put all our time into it, but I don't hate the idea of... I didn't like the looks Alira was giving me. I'll just say that. I don't know anything per se, I was reminded, but... I think that's what Hobb does. Hobb lays out a cursory overview of what he and Dorla talked about and leaves it there. Yeah. Because it's not... And I'll... Go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, I'll provide the same context that I provided for Jeff. And the last overlord that actually broke free of their chains happened 700 years ago. Less than... Just barely less than 700 years ago. Which means, like, Reynard Calvair may have been alive when that happened. Like, your dad may be able to recall, oh, yes, a demon overlord did almost destroy the entire country of Thrain. So this isn't a crazy notion that an overlord could rise up. Yeah, so. Right, and that was it was the historicity of it that got Hob more on board. So that is... I am saying that just from a factual timeline standpoint, your characters can be as disbelieving as you want. I'm not trying to discount that. I'm just providing the context for any players that might not have that timeline in their heads whether it's a demon or not the dark latins also really don't want Illyra to be in charge because that's actually who my meeting was with i'm sorry are you telling me that a uh, verla mordain is a dark lantern no i'm telling you she brought one 
actually one that we know that Coldor guy. Oh, the one you burn. Really nice optical prosthetic. It's probably really good for his job. I bet it gives him all sorts of information. I really should have asked him if it does what my goggles do, because that would be really great if you were a spy. Aerith, I'm going to need you to bring it back to yeah. the, the rest of it, please. I have been asked to decide who runs the Boromar clan. I'm sorry? How does the Black Lantern organization fit into Dark that? Lanterns. Sorry, Dark Lantern. You're a Black Lamp. They're yes. a Dark Lantern. Can we just say we're not anymore now that we hate Vigo and the, everything's awful that we're just maybe not Black Lamps anymore? Can we just not call ourselves that? Anyway, yeah, the Dark Lanterns, like, Satan was stable. He wasn't crazy, and they'd like the Boromar clan to continue to not be crazy. But importantly, it seems like they'd like the Boromar clan to continue. I guess the thought is, if the Boromar clan was to collapse, then something else maybe worse, would come up and take control. Dask. Or, like Dask, which yeah. would be worse, yes. And uh, so to prevent that, they would like me, us, to control the succession. We can't. So kill people? <laughs> we'll get to yours later. <laughs> we, we, we can't allow Alira to run the clan. Well, that's what they meant by control succession, isn't it? Yeah, they don't want Alira well, either. Right, okay, so I know why Dorla doesn't want Alira, and to be perfectly frank, it doesn't hold a lot of water. What is the black... What is the Dark Lantern's issue? And Milo, where do you come from with the Alira part of it? What did you learn? Eric, correct me if I did this wrong, but Alira is... They're concerned... That Alira will go to war. That Alira will take the clan in a more violent and criminal direction, whereas Saiden was moving the clan towards more legitimate work. And that Alira would go to war with all the other factions, and that it would be a gang war in Charn. Nailed it. Okay, I can see why they would not want for that to happen. Plus, she's she's a bureaucrat. She wouldn't have any. She wouldn't have the first idea about running the clan, and certainly I could There's... see her going to war. But what if we? She takes clan to war and be bad at it. Yes, very much. I fear. But what if there was possibly another option? I was thinking that too, because the Dark Lanterns are really good at faking things. And so I was thinking, what if we made documents that suggested that maybe your last name wasn't Kegbottom? Uh, Milo Boromar running the Boromar clan. Yeah. I don't... I think I have a much better option than myself. 
running the clan. Maybe not quite Why? as dangerous. Maybe more dangerous, I'm not sure. As it was put to be my put to me by Tarvel. How stupid are you all feeling? <laughs> that is I what he asked me. Feel like that's an insufficiently informative question. Yes. I can answer it if you'd like. <laughs> quite often. What if we could somehow get into the dreadhold and alleviate Aaron from its premises? And then she would support you as leader of the clan? No, she would be the leader of the clan. She would be the most capable, far more capable than I, I'm sure. Capable of what? Clan business as usual, or rerouting the clan to something less murdery? Because I feel like you, until Zoriad's hold on you gets unbearable, you would be the second part. What? He didn't say the Zoriad thing. Randy, Milo would, Milo knew Aaron, so he would be able to recall her as a very kind and compassionate and loving person. Even-headed, even-handed. Yes. Now addendum she has spent a couple decades in the dreadhold right. so who knows that point but yeah, she looks before great. she went in <laughs> was, before she went she's in, lost her mind she did have some was... connection to the outside world for most of that yes she's she in constant terrible. communication with i don't know about constant communication but she is in communication with her husband and she was always kind, compassionate, generous, level-headed. She's a far better option than uh, Ilira, for sure. And I really don't have any desire to fake my way as to be the leader of the Boromar clan. It's a criminal organization, but, so it really feels like faking your way is not really out of the style if milo does not want to make himself the leader of the clan i think we have to respect that eris guess so yes i'm not sure that would be a good idea <laughs> we don't um, have to like it but we have to respect it but tarvel also has a very rough draft of the dreadhold so i've been green Aaron hasn't been everywhere in there but um, pardon eris i've been tinkering with that idea because I thought, what if I could... Luca comes back in with your all's drinks on a tray. Oh, thank you. Thank you very much. You're welcome. Anything you know, else I can get? Any of you? I, no, thank you very much. Okay, well, if you need anything, I'll just be room over. We're just listening going to kick in. you out of a room in your home now. Wait, she's <laughs> in a room over. She's listening through the walls. <laughs> Luca is the overlord. I've been kind of keen make something that teleports... In. Yes. Tavo said he would need a little bit of, obviously, some time to get things ready for us. And so I'm not sure exactly what he has in mind, but... How could Agent Coldor help us in that particular... If, if they're that dedicated to making sure Lyra does not become... If one thing I know about the Dark Lanterns is they can get you into the Dreadful. Yeah, no, I don't. I bet they could. Also, he asked me what I wanted... And I really wasn't prepared, so I just 
free associated and they're gonna take the gates down at high walls they'll build keg bottoms again and said that you could have brother citizenship if you wanted i didn't know if that was something you wanted hob but they said they could do that as well as wipe out everybody's criminal record and i think i asked for some other really small things oh yeah they were going to deal with the uh, they were going to deal with the golden arches across the street from, from <laughs> orphans to take care of that sorry did you mention citizenship for hob I, yes, that's I did. the one thing that I... She, just, she did, okay. yes. Oh, I don't. I certainly wouldn't turn down an opportunity to get that particular albatross off from around my neck. They also said if anybody just wants, like, a new identity entirely, they could do that. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so if you just He's want been looking not, for a third. <laughs> you wouldn't be, like, rich again, then... Yeah. So the criminal record will be expunged after we're done doing the particular criminal things we have to do to install the new border Martley. Yeah, I think these things would also be expunged. I didn't know about the Dreadhold thing, so I didn't ask, but it feels like they could be helpful with that. And uh, oh, I should ask him about Sigil. That's, just, that's a means to their end, the Dreadhold thing. Yeah. Potentially. Raynard, you're being suspiciously silent about how your meeting went. Mm. Well... I looked fly. Yes, I'd, I would like some roses and thorns, please. Do each of you want to make 10,000 gold pieces? Did he say each? Out of yes, what? Each. That out of, does out of not what? sound a promising job. Reynard. Do, doing what? Todd puts his hands on Reynard's shoulders and says, Speak clearly and directly, Reynard. Well... My, uh, a little lower to the left, please. Um, he squeezes that spot real hard. <laughs> my, my, uh, uh, the, it's a woman, but she's the Baron. Yep. So not Baroness. Nope. Okay. How would I? You could probably just say the head of House Fearlin. And they would get the grab who that is, head of a dragon marked house. Okay. Uh, my my father took me to meet with the head of House Fearland. Wow, that's a big deal, Reynard. Yes, I, I believe. One she assumes me to explain um, the uh, recording I played for my father. And she offered you a job, paying us ten thousand gold apiece. Uh, she told my father to stop working with Solomon Calloway. Oh, oh that's yes, an excellent idea. That problem entirely. And then... I thought we were going to get only bad news today. Oh, goodness. This has really done a, a world of soul, Reynard. And then my uh Feel father, my blood pressure dropping. My father once again welcomed me back to the house. Oh, that's also great, great news. Great news. This, this was just a um, great day. And this he, is wonderful. And he gave me a job. <laughs> Oh, that, nice. I'm glad. What is a friend? That would pay upwards to what? 50,000 gold pieces? 60,000? Now, I don't know about this nepotism. You should start on the ground floor, but a job yes. is a job. Well done. We just have to murder the head of the house of Fearland. <laughs> End of episode. <laughs> Do you like that the next episode is going to start with you getting punched? <laughs> <laughs> Thank you all so much for listening. If you want to be part of the conversation surrounding this episode, you can hop on to our Discord, the link to which you can find on all of our socials at the Geek Pantheon, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, etc. We also have a Patreon, patreon.com slash the Geek Pantheon, if you want to financially support the shows in any way that you are able. 
those have a YouTube channel, youtube.com slash the Geek Pantheon, if you would like to check out some videos there that I do on DMing and content review and things like that. We also have another actual play, Kyber Shard, set in the city of Stormreach, using the D&D 5th edition system, DM'd by Philip, played by myself, over on the Laughing Tree YouTube channel. And we have a merch short, geekpantheon.com. Go buy some merch. That's it. Thank you all so much for listening. I've been your Game Master, Eric. Call to action complete. I'm Philip. I'm Trevor. I'm Randy. I'm Jeff. We'll see you next time. Bye.